Greetings, Starfighter. You have been recruited by the Star League to defend the frontier against Sur and the Kodan Armada. Get ready? Prepare for blastoff. Victory of Starfighters, my name is Carlin Jones, and this is a Starfighter full movie podcast. And today we are watching the 1993 classic Demolition Man. Uh, okay, so this is a classic, you know, there's a, apparently I've been told there's some legacy behind this movie, but for some crazy reason, I was just never interested to watch this film and i'm a huge fan of wesley snipes i mean the blade series is one of my favorite series of all time he's one of my favorite superheroes of all time um yeah i i don't know why i mean this movie i mean the genre right it is a sci-fi action adventure which is up my alley um i think who the other main actors are is probably why i never wanted to watch this movie First things first, you have Sandra Bullock, who, ugh, if you, maybe if you would go on the uh, uh, bite-sized movie reviews from my friend Kita, who hosts that podcast, shout out to Kita, I was featured on her podcast, and we watched the movie, oh, what was that movie called? Whatever it was, it was a Netflix movie with Sandra Bullock, and I made a statement saying that Sandra Bullock is probably one of the, no, not probably, she is one of the most mediocre actors that this generation has ever seen. And her movies only do so well because she is paired with someone else who is, one, either a phenomenal actor or, two, a phenomenal director. And I stand by that. And hopefully when we watch this movie, uh, what I'm saying is going to translate. Yeah, yeah. I'm not that big of a fan of Sandra Bullock. Now, don't get me wrong. She's done movies that I'm like, okay, that was cool. But it's never her. It's it's She's never the reason to why these movies that she's been in is good. And we'll talk more about that once, the, once we get started with this movie. And the next main actor is Sylvester Stallone, who, and honestly, he can be, he, he's probably like such a bad actor that to the point to where he's good kind of like a William Shatner in Star Trek kind of thing. But um, yeah, Sylvester Stallone is, he's just one of those actors where he can't really act in anything else but his own movies, like his own niche of movies. And um, and we'll definitely talk about more more about that. Um, but yeah, maybe it's just those actors why I was never interested to see this movie because I love Wesley Snipes, love sci-fis, love action movies, love 90s movies. There's no reason why this movie has been held off on my on my list of things to do. Um, but yeah, so with that said, let's get into it. Demolition Man, where can you watch this movie? Because I just I just found it. Um, I have no idea where you can watch this movie. Maybe it is on HBO Max. I'm like checking really fast to see if it's on HBO Max. Um, uh, and of course, I type HBO Max in the search engine, except for Demolition Man. Demolition. No, I don't think it's on... I don't think it's on HBO Max, uh, unfortunately. Uh, but yeah, if you have the DVD, pop in the DVD, follow along with me. Or if you happen to find a streaming service that has Demolition Man, you can follow along with me. As you see fit. I mean, if you're, if you're watching this on YouTube, 
follow the time code if you're just on a podcast and you just want to hear me talk that's all good too so with that said i'm going to start this movie in five four three two one <clears throat> so when I was doing a little bit of a Wikipedia search on this movie, because I was like, well, let me make sure I have some stuff to talk about. Under the, under the legacy category, it listed Cyberpunk 2077, which is one of my favorite, newly favorite video games of all time. Uh, and it's referenced, Cyberpunk 2077 referenced this movie. And um, I know people speak... I guess highly of it. Hopefully it's good. I don't I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. It's Los Angeles 1996. Uh this is Los Angeles now. <laughs> this is not 1996. This is 2022 Los Angeles. Traffic has gone worse. We're going to hot ass Phoenix. <laughs> Phoenix is hot for no reason. Jesus Christ. I don't know how people live out there. See, Sylvester Stallone is just so I don't even know I don't even know how to describe his acting. It's just it's just him. I feel like he's not acting. It's just him. And I never seen Rocky. That is also on my list for the podcast. Definitely. Am I the only one that feels like his announce of fame is just because of Rocky and not really? Well, obviously this movie is a classic, so. Okay. <laughs> Double whammy. <laughs> Do get shots and he gets burned. This is about to be one of those type of movies. Just like cheesy action. And I love cheesy actions. Don't get me wrong. No. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I just can't wait to see the acting job we're about to see from uh from Sandra Bullitt. I don't know what it is about her i just don't think she's that good of an actress you know what? she was in a movie i liked that i watched many years ago called the forces of nature with ben affleck i thought it was a pretty good romantic comedy and um i don't know ben affleck was great in it and she was okay <laughs>
Oh, his name is Phoenix. I thought they were in Phoenix, Arizona. Like, going to Phoenix, Arizona. How is it not burning already? <laughs> this is uh, okay. Well, that didn't stop him. So this was made in 1993, and um, I can't wait to see what they depict the future is going to be because people are saying it's like highly accurate from how what we went through in 2020 All these millions wasted on just this little practical effect. I mean, it's not little, but still. <sighs> I would prefer they would spend a little bit more money on more shots, more scenes of us getting to know Phoenix and why he is the way he is. That's just me, though. Hmm. <laughs> Uh, it was really reckless of him to do that. <laughs> he said he did. <laughs> nice. <laughs> it was your fault. You should not went in there. Yeah, that's he, you shouldn't have went in there. You know he was dangerous. You didn't know where the hostages were. Oh, a silver. So, oh wait, is that like Sylvester Stallone? Oh, I was like Sylvester Stallone. I'm like, I wonder if it's his production company, but I don't know. Demolition Man. Silver Pitchers. The logo kind of looks familiar. Hmm. 
Who owns this? Susan Downey? The wife of Robert Downey Jr. owns this production company? 48. Hmm. Interesting. Oh, she's the CEO. I don't know if she owns it. Founder Joel Silver. Some 70-year-old dude. Film producer. Your death, what? Uh, this is weird. I'm sorry, I was reading like a whole fact about this silver production company and, and apparently the founder back in 2015 had an assistant who drowned in his lake house or something like that or on vacation or something while he was like out of the country or whatever. And then years later, the family sued him because allegedly he gave her cocaine and alcohol and all this other stuff that they believe attributed to her death. Absolutely insane. Well, he was in, in uh, exonerated. Exonerated. Uh, I have a speech impairment. I can't really pronounce anything. Exonerated. Or whatever. You know what I'm trying to say. So what did they do with him? They froze his body? I have a rule. So I have a rule. Whenever a movie is written by three or more people, it's absolute trash. I think the story is not going to be cohesive. Uh, I think uh, the characters are going to be poorly written. It's just a rule I have because I believe... And there you go. Screenplay by three people. I believe that if a story is written by that many people, that's way too many ideas to uh i guess flutter uh what, what the concept's supposed to be or what the what the story should entitle um but that's just me though so we'll see we'll see maybe this will disappoint but every movie that i've seen in my life that has three or more screenwriters attached to the work have not been good or at least story-wise
Incoming call. Oh, there she is. She low-key looks like Michael Jackson right here. I don't know what it is. I'm sorry. Maybe I shouldn't have said that. Who wrote this? There's so much Gargan talk. So what year is it now? Listen, if somehow my body is frozen and I'm like 50 or 100 years into the future, I'm going to be highly upset if there's no flying cars. What? What is going on? It still hasn't... Since we're in the future, hey, hey, look at Rob Snyder! Wow. I heard he's an asshole. <laughs> People on set have told me that this guy is an asshole to work with. But I will say, this is the second movie he's been in with Sylvester Stallone. The first one was Judge Dredd. I'm sure that came before this. No, it wasn't. This came before Judge Dredd, huh? By the way, that Judge Dredd, the new one, the one that came out in like in the two thousand, like two thousand ten, I think. Fantastic! I love that movie. Olivia Therapy, absolutely amazing in that. It's a really good movie. Maybe I wouldn't say I love that movie, but I really, really like that movie.
that a lethal weapon poster? What the fuck is with these characters? Why do they act like this? It's just weird. They've did they froze him too? <laughs> what? How do you get out? But how did he get out? Oh, yeah, fucked his ass up. <laughs> See, probably should just be one of those characters that's just crazy, just to be crazy. And also, since this is based in the future, I'm gonna be looking out for if there's any black characters in this in this. Uh, in this movie, or in this so-called future, even pedestrians. So you guys just been so long without crime, you just forgot how to assess it, <laughs> how to handle it. Twenty ten. Fuck this shit up. Oh, okay. Dead. 
Look at everyone just like, oh, what do we do? <laughs> what kind of police force is this? For parole? They are about to give that full parole? I'm, I'm confused. <laughs> it would be the black guy telling us this, wouldn't it? No. parking area. <laughs> Duh. <laughs> Why is everyone just standing around? Okay, I see another black dude in the back. <laughs> Extreme exertiveness. This doesn't even feel real that the future would be like this. Well, maybe if like just feel like maybe if white people would just get rid of all the black people and like this is now the future. At first, that's what I was thinking because I'm like, if there's not going to be any black people around and like, all right, they clearly they're this happy because they just got rid of every minority <laughs> in the future. Uh... Wait, how does he know how to do that? <laughs> or he, he must be just button pressing. Okay, he's not button pressing. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, 
Who is that? That actor looks so familiar. So what, he's been programmed to kill or something? Brainwashed? <laughs> the urban wars. Okay, so I guess they're probably like not gonna kill him. They're just gonna like kindly take him away. <laughs> they don't even have the right fucking training for this. Even firmer tone of voice. What is this? <laughs> he said, or else. I'm pissed now. <laughs> how is he? How does he know how to do this? What? Okay, yeah, this must be like a joke. I guess the movie is trying to say this is just weird. Or maybe it's a play. Maybe it's a play on like what actually happened in the 90s in Los Angeles during the Rodney King riots. Is that the case? I don't know. I find it very fucking stupid. Yeah, yeah, that sums up this movie thus far. <laughs> I think I think that's what it is. I th who made this movie? I think they're making fun of the Rodney King riots. I think that's what this shit is. That's how I'm perceiving it to be. Of all the riots that happen around Los Angeles about the just cops just beating on black people. I feel like that's what this is. Or maybe that's what it's retaliating to. I don't know. What 
Well, let me let me just figure it out. Maybe. Yeah, because that Rodney King, that Rodney King accident happened March third, nineteen ninety one. This came out ninety three. I don't know what the fuck this is trying to. Maybe I'm looking at this too deep. So they are really about to let this man go on parole. Oh, my back sore. So the riots happened in 1992. Okay, maybe that's what this is. I don't... That seems so weird. This is so stupid. This black dude is just like a historian or something. If there's no crime happening in this future, 
then why is there so many police officers employed? Why can't you just fucking learn how to fucking arrest somebody? <laughs> you don't have to reinstate somebody. And what? <laughs> that can't, what? So that's the logic that this film is using. An old-fashioned criminal is terrorizing the future that we are not equipped for. So we need an old-fashioned cop to stop him? Do y'all not have weapons in this future? I don't... I don't know anymore. I don't fucking know anymore. I... I would love to believe that this film is making fun of the Rodney King riots. And I would love to think that um, this film is just fucking stupid. <laughs> We're 33 minutes in and we have an hour, less than an hour and a half to go. Holy shit. <laughs> oh my God. Oh my goodness. <laughs> People were really going crazy for this movie when it came out. Again, maybe it was because of the riots, the aftermath of it and whatnot. Let me stop saying that. It cannot be that reason. This shit is insane. I guess I stand corrected about Sandra Bullock being in shit movies. <laughs> or not, excuse me, not adding to, not adding anything to movies. Well, then why the fuck did you wake him up? 
Jesus Christ. If you're waking up a fucking uh, a convict that has done rape, murder, arson, all this stuff, why on earth would you wake him up? Abortion is also illegal. <laughs> what is this film? I'm going back into cryostasis. Fuck this world. Fuck this city. Fuck all of you. And more importantly, fuck Sandra Bullock's acting. <laughs> Get out of here, bro. What a silly ass movie. <laughs> How you That's what's in Cyberpunk 2077. The three seashells. What the fuck are you supposed to do with the seashells? Seashells? What are you supposed to do with seashells?
Yeah, why on earth would you do that? <laughs> Dump some hormones. <laughs> What? You mean who cares what he thinks? You brought him back. A street scene? What is this? Phonies to charge. Don't know why I didn't have it charging before. Now that would be very handy and very nice whenever you get in a car, especially if you have to drive someone else's car. It just automatically, like I hate adjusting my car seat and whatnot. You know what I mean? Obviously I, I don't do it often because I just, I drive my own car, but you know, that would be very nice, very convenient. What is this? I thought this movie would have a like a lot like a more serious tone. It's just one big fucking joke. I swear to you. I swear to you, it's one big fucking joke. <laughs> Yeah. 
<laughs> the acting is so weird. <laughs> and let me guess, there are actual fucking bullets. <laughs> This is hilarious. Radio Shack, oh. Oh, Wesley Sex is such a great actor, but clearly this dialogue is so shit and his delivery is just way off. He said Rambo. Was that supposed to be like a a reference? This dude still has not learned to, to, to take back up. <laughs> Who is that? This is such a bad movie, bro. I don't care what anyone says. I feel like I feel like you have to be there in the 90s to watch this in order to like really appreciate it or really like to not say like, you know, the acting isn't bad or anything like that. It's kind of like 
those 1940s movies, 1950s, even in the 30s, that the acting in that, it's like so wishy-washy that obviously back then it was more accepted and appreciated. But now it's just like, I think I would like to think actors have evolved from this type of acting and directors and writers have evolved from a, from a making this type of art. <sighs> so much shooting hit someone. Someone hit someone. You're on TV. This is oh my god! That that that's that something took a bad fall. That could end it really bad. You completely missed him. Just whoop his ass. So they clearly brought him back to kill someone. They rewrote his brain or something.
listen, they could have got anyone, and I mean anyone, to play this role that Sandra is playing right now. Jesus Christ. They could have got Jennifer Connelly to do this. Which I'm sure I would 100% prefer that. Yeah, amazing plan. Wait for someone to die. <laughs> Except for taking initiative. Jesus Christ. Was that supposed to be like a joke? Because that nigga did eventually become the, a governor of a state. <laughs> An amazing governor, if I must say so. And now, goal charges, goal. That's what she said. <laughs> Franchise wars. You mean to tell me of all the pizza chains that are competing with each other, Pizza Hut was the one to survive? That's 
That is the most unrealistic thing <laughs> that I've seen in this film. Pizza Hut? Pizza Hut. You have lost your fucking mind. I can't Pizza Hut. I can, that's going to be the title for the YouTube for this for the YouTube video of this. Fucking Pizza Hut. Get out of here. Get Pizza Hut. Jesus Christ. I mean, it would make sense why little CCs didn't survive. Little CCs definitely went out of style. No, no way. If anything, yellow mushroom would make it. They would survive. Yellow mushroom, not Papa John's. No, no. Maybe Domino's. Maybe, but even Domino's is kind of like, it's pretty whack. But yeah, yellow mushrooms would survive the test of time. Two thousand I agree with that. Are you going to call for backup? Shit. <laughs> uh, okay. Yeah, so I just loot Pizza Hut. <laughs> Both seconds of it. 
So fucking stupid. You know what? Sylvester Stallone could have made a better Batman than uh, what's his face? George Clooney? I'm convinced. think I will. I guess your society isn't so perfect after all. Well, say what you will. In Los Angeles, the homeless problem is absolutely insane. And even in 2032, it will get worse. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Literally could have got any other actress for this shit.
Okay. This movie would be better served as a Saturday morning cartoon, I feel like. Because it is just lunacy. It's like watching Tank Girl. Like, you're better off as an animation. Or a comic book. I think I think Wesley Snipes was mis- miscasted too in this film. Okay, let's recast this movie. Because even Sylvester Stallone shouldn't even be in this trash. Uh, Well, he kind of fits it because, again, it's his niche. All right, he can stay. Let's recast. All right, Sandra Bullock will be played by... I would rather see... Who would best be this? I mean, the role is not something complicated. It's not something challenging. I think it has to be someone who doesn't look like they can fight. Someone who doesn't look like they would force authority on someone. I guess that's what Sandra Bullock... I mean, Sandra Bullock just looks like a regular white woman. But I'm guessing I would want... Oh, my God. Fucking, uh, what's her name? Oh my god, why am I driving a blank on her name? I just did an analysis on a, on a show she did. Uh, oh, Anna Kendrick. Anna Kendrick. Anna Kendrick should be this role. Like her being ultra nice and all this stuff. Like that that right there, that's Anna Kendrick. Oh, or if not Anna Kendrick. See, now I'm just thinking of the Pitch Perfect cast. Maybe Rebel Wilson. Like a, yeah. And I want a fat Rebel Wilson, not the skinny one that's out here now. Yeah, I'm going to go with Rebel Wilson. I want Rebel Wilson to play that role. 
Um, as for Wesley Snipes, I don't like him as this role. I really don't. Um, I would rather see... All right. Uh, <laughs> all right. I'm going to I'm going to give you two actors who can play the the role of Phoenix. First one is going to be strictly comedy. Uh, I'm thinking of Marlon Wayans. Yes, 100%. I'm thinking of his performance in uh, Don't Drink Your Juice or Don't Be a Menace in South Central While Drinking Your Juice in a Hood. I'm thinking that kind of performance can he can totally be Phoenix, um, but on a more serious note, um, if you want to tackle Phoenix as like a serious person, uh, not so much as a comedy, um, I'm I would recast that as what is this? What is going on? Bro, you're about to give someone a seizure in the fucking movie theater. <laughs> yeah, someone's definitely getting a seizure from, from looking at this. My friend Sarah, she can't watch movies like this that have like flashes like that. I <laughs> <laughs> desire to raid the fridge. What? What? Yeah, Rob Wilson would be freaking fantastic at this. Only it would be like the opposite. She'd be like, so you want to touch me? <laughs> oh, Rob Wilson would be freaking fantastic at this. Okay, okay, okay. So we're, 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 uh, we're casting a serious Phoenix. Um, so Marlon Wayans is like the goofy side of it. And then the serious side it would be... Um, who would be a serious phoenix? Whoa. I'm thinking like, um, and I, and I do want to cast like a, a black actor. So I'm really, 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 really thinking about this. Oh my god. Okay, so if you... What was his name? 
Let me look up his name before I butcher it. He's not an actor. He's not an actor, actually. He's a wrestler, and I think he would be freaking fantastic for this. WWE star. He was in an accident. Whoa, what happened to... Oh, man. He's not even a part of the WWE anymore. I did not know about this. No, now I'm like reading this. What, what, like, what happens to him? Oh, my God. Recently been in performance center and backstage terminated his contract. And an update. It was allegations against him in 2020. Oh, it, it was not related to the allegations against him in 2020 or anything that had been made public. and alerted them about the incident that Aaron was involved in. There is no concrete word on the incident was, but the W started brought to attention or WWE officials. What was the incident? It was reported that he had behavioral issues during his time with the company, but remained on the roster. Had support from higher-ups. The supporter, support, that supported let led to concern among dream co-workers which could let the top moment speak out all right uh behavior issues that's it i'm highly confused they're so they dance around the truth with this the dream is officially over but patrick clark will live to fight another day. There's no word on Clark might be planning in the future, but is under the standard 30 days not complete. Blah, 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 blah. Okay. Well, that's unfortunate. Okay. So who I want to play um, Phoenix is Valentine the Dream. He would be fantastic as Phoenix. And if you don't know who that is, just go on YouTube, type in NXT, and then type in Val V Teen Dream, which is V E L E T E E N in a dream. He's a black dude, he's a wrestler, he's very flamboyant and very in shape. <laughs> and he's a very talented wrestler. Interesting. Crazy. 
I'll be subtle. Why is she in this movie? They really don't need her. And then Sandra Bullock's not even like eye candy either. <laughs> That's a fucking lie. <laughs> I can't believe that people really think of this movie so highly. <laughs> this fucking movie, bro. When is this shit over? 30 minutes. Oh my god. Whatever. Go fuck yourself. <laughs> I'm so, I hate bad characters. That's one thing I hate. I just hate really bad characters.
Some underground city, bro. They need to fight. Yeah. It's just a fucking burger and a bun, bro. <laughs> There's nothing on it. Hey, she's low-key pretty. It's just her eyebrows that are kind of like throwing me off. the fuck else do you think they eat down here <laughs> yeah they have a fucking uh a cattle a cattle farm over there oh i can't believe this film has 30 minutes left i feel like it's just been all over the place it's not really cohesive So have I. Who is that actor? I know him from somewhere. It's just the... It's the beard that's throwing me off. <laughs> Who is this actor? Okay, I'm gonna look it up. Sometimes when I'm watching, well, no, that's not true. I go on IMDb all the time during movies. 
maybe I will find him on Wikipedia. No, I will not. <laughs> oh, wait, yeah, I will. Oh, that's who he is. That's the dude from, uh, what's that show that's on Showtime? Or it was on Showtime about the firefighter. Oh, let's see the filmography. Oh, that's funny. He was in Loaded. No, wait, that's Loaded Weapon. That's the parody. At first I was like, oh, he was in, uh, <laughs> Lethal weapon. Like no, that's that's loaded weapon. Operation Dumbo Drop. Suicide Kings. Never seen this. I don't notice but actors in that stuff. Okay. What movies has he been in? Underworld? Oh, that's a different Underworld. That was about the vampire chick. Small Soldiers, yes. Yep, grew up with that. Um, a Bug's Life, Francis, okay. Grew up with A Bug's Life. Ice Age, that's right. He is the Sabretooth. Diego, yep. Nice. And then that TV show was called Rescue Me. Yep. Heard it was a good show. Never watched it. I need to watch it actually. So what is the show about? I'm kind of already done with this fucking movie. But what is this show? Wow. Post 9-11 trauma. Jesus Christ. It's got to be heavy. Jesus, so this show is really about, like, post-9-11 stuff? Wow. But it's also a comedy. It's like a comedy drama. 
Wow, I had no idea. Yeah, I want to watch it now. I want to watch it. Oh, how is this movie still going on? This movie is freaking an hour too long. Why didn't you lock your car? I guess that's realistic. People don't really lock their cars out here. It's fucking stupid. This this movie, man. I don't, I don't even know what else to say about it. Uh, I have to give my little rant towards the end. And of course, find out what I can be appreciative about it. Because this is somebody's favorite movie, of course. Flimsy ass door. <laughs> They're already dead. Wow. <laughs> Ha <laughs> ha. 
What do you mean unable to execute? You were just doing it. Oh my fucking Jesus. Hmm. film what is that styrofoam secure phone you mean styrofoam Wait, why did you check on me? Where's the where's the prisoner? Where's Phoenix? Where's Phoenix? Yeah, who the fuck is Pancho Villa? <laughs> Dick. <laughs> This is fucking stupid. I can't. I can't take anymore. I'd rather watch a Barney movie. Barney's Big Adventure is 20 times better than this fucking film. It's not even close, bro. That. The movie should have ended already. How is there 17 minutes left? It makes no sense. Oh my god.
Just fucking haymaker kicks. Oh, I love Jackie Chan movies. <laughs> Who said that? <laughs> I'm sorry. I was looking at something on Twitter. And there goes my dog. Jeffrey Dahmer. Jesus fucking Christ movie. Jesus fucking Christ. Sending Maniac to catch a maniac. What the fuck is this movie? And then the guy brought him back so he can have someone else killed? You literally created DNA that fits, or like a, a scan thingy that fits in people's DNAs, or it's embedded in people's DNAs. Why couldn't you just make up a reason why that guy you want to kill has to come in for a doctor's visit and just pay off a doctor to knock him unconscious, you know, because he has to get his DNA redone or whatever, and then just kill him? This movie is fucking silly. George in the Jungle is more serious than this.
Uh, this this fight scene is literally no different than what we got towards the beginning of the movie. <laughs> it's like Goku versus Vegeta. They're just evenly matched. <laughs> I can't believe people ate this fucking movie up, man. <laughs> this is absolutely insane. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> How the hell does his whole body freeze but his hair? <laughs> this is so silly, man. This is so this is like watching a Batman movie. Like a nineties Batman movie. Yeah, lock this. Sylvester Stallone's characters up after this. All this destruction, all this was not needed to defeat that guy. Seriously.
And they don't. And it's back to killing, just like I wasn't before. <laughs> what a shit ending. What a stupid movie. I can't believe... I can't believe they endured us to watch two hours of this. Especially from how the story was. Jesus Christ. Oh my god. I think this movie made me dislike Sandra Bullock even more. <laughs> oh my god. This is clearly a movie you had to be there at the time. You had to be. There's no other way to describe it. Okay, that's the movie. That's the movie. Um, yeah. All right. Um, all right. So appreciation. Let me get to my appreciation first because I'm about to go off on this movie. <clears throat> first off, okay. I can. Okay. I know that there's so many pop culture references with this. Like even like Dennis Rodman, the famous basketball player, even said that he was so influenced by Wesley Snipes' character that he changed his hair like that and all that good stuff there's a lot of culture in this movie that people kind of you know were influenced by and even one of my favorite video games cyberpunk 2077 was influenced obviously they still do the theme of demolition man at certain comic cons and all that good stuff whatever that's fine that's cool that is able to last the, the test of time more than certain movies that I feel like should have, but they obviously they didn't. Um, listen, I can always appreciate a sci-fi movie, watching a sci-fi movie. I, I love film, so I can always watch it. Um, um, other thing to appreciate from this film, um, I, I do feel like the film in itself is a bit of a tribute to like 90s movies. 90s movies, 80s movies. Uh, you can see that in Sandra Bullock's office. She has like a shrine towards everything. Like obviously like the Raiders helmet and all that good stuff. So obviously. I feel like the lyrics just said like Raiders fan. Excuse me. <laughs> but um, yeah, I, I think the whole movie to appreciate. I think the whole movie is kind of a metaphor towards preserving history or preserving culture you know no matter if it's the 70s the 80s the 90s the early 2000s the whatever period that we are now appreciate what's in and what's not in because no matter what when time goes by it's going to be the last of its kind and it can't be reproduced in that sense right um and i feel like this movie is kind of a testament to that and especially tank girl uh, but same thing like Demolition Man, 
I don't think you can remake this movie again. You could probably remake it, probably make it better or whatever, but the way this movie is, how it's acted, how it's directed, how it's written, it can only it can only be appreciated in the 90s because it is so far-fetched. It is so campy, you know? And for movies like that, you do kind of have to appreciate it in a sense because they can only exist under time periods. There are a lot of movies that can exist in any any period, like the movie Alien in 1979, how amazing that looks, how authentic it feels, the way it's written, all that stuff. It could have existed in any time period. But not Demolition Man. Only in 1993 or any point in the 90s really that this movie could have existed in. The same thing with Clueless. That could have only existed in the 90s and only be appreciated. I mean it's appreciated now but if it was made now I feel like it wouldn't be appreciated. So that's my appreciation for this film. And I can understand why people would love this movie. But I do feel like people who do love this movie were existed in that time time period they either existed in this time period in the 1993 like when they saw it or in the 90s when they saw it or they had a family member maybe they grew up with that just absolutely embedded this movie into them um yeah that's how i feel like okay so appreciation is over and my initial overall review is this movie is absolute dog shit it is so trash it is so bad the acting the directing i have stand corrected when i say when there is three or more screenwriters that are uh credited to writing a film project uh and i'm just film not talking about tv but just film it is absolutely trash um yeah i don't know what this movie was supposed to be based on or anything i feel like and this maybe this is just me as a i like to think i'm aware i'm probably not aware uh i'm probably not as socially as as aware as i should be but maybe i feel this way because i am a socially aware uh african-american that when this movie was saying it's based in los angeles in 1996 and then time travels to the future to 2032 Los Angeles and you can see like the city's run down this and that and a third and uh, I I don't know I I just felt like this movie was really trying to make fun of Los Angeles during those time periods during that time period of the riots and and uh, and the unlawfulness of uh, of what was happening during that time, I feel like the movie was making fun of that, and I think it was very insensitive to what was happening at that time. Um, I also do feel that the movie was trying to, I don't know, have a deeper message or talking about what society could possibly lead to, with saying like. This guy embedded DNA chips in us, watching us at every moment, and society doesn't allow abortions, doesn't allow anything bad, this, that, and the third. I I think that's all just a crock of shit and, and just fucking stupid. Um I don't I don't I don't even know what more to say. Like it's just so I don't know. I 
I think maybe that's the biggest thing. I think the movie is culturally just insensitive to the time it was released about the whole LA riots and things like that. Um, I, I don't know. I just feel like they're making fun of it. That's, that could be me. I felt more strongly about it towards the beginning of this movie when I saw it. And then now I just kind of don't care because the movie is so shit. Like, why would I care? Um, but I don't know. Um, I don't know. I think Wesley Snipes is such a great talent. I think he is totally miscasted in it. kind of hate that this film is on his legacy. Uh, Sandra Bullock is just a plain old actress. They literally could have got anyone off the street to play this character. Uh, and I feel like you know what it is. And anyone who's into hip hop, maybe they can appreciate this, what I'm about to say. Sandra Bullitt is literally the French Montana of Hollywood. Of someone who is very accomplished, very rich, and well-known. But from how they got there was literally, or at least this is, and this is just what the hip-hop community says, just piggybacking off of other people's performances. Uh, that's how I feel about Sandra Bullitt. And as for Sylvester Stallone, these are his type of movies he makes. I mean, this is his niche. Um, there's really nothing negative to say about him. Uh, there's damn sure nothing positive to say about him in this performance, but these are just the movies he make. Um, yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't like it. I don't like this movie and I don't like how, I mean, shout out to Wesley Snipes for doing everything he can to, to, to perform this movie to how he wanted it to be performed. But, um, I'm always going to root against a movie if if it's based on a utopian future and the main villain is a black guy. And in this future, there's just less and less black people relevant <laughs> to be cited to why this futuristic utopia is the way that it is. Why it is so happy and why people are, there's no crime and shit like that. I don't know. Maybe I'm just buying too into it. Oh, I see another black person in the background. I'm scrolling through the movie now. Okay. Okay. Well, maybe maybe I can't say that. There's more and more black people in the background. In the background. I think that's really funny. I think that's hilarious. I feel like I can do a really deep analysis on this movie, but I don't care enough about this movie too. And I, th I think it's so crazy how this movie really blew up and people really went to go see it and it, and it lasted so long culturally that it's just like amazing. I feel like I would have saw this movie back then or even like just now, like me watching this movie and it's just like, first off, this movie is 30 minutes or even an hour way too long than what it should be. And second, it shouldn't even be a movie. It's so campy, so cheesy. It should honestly be a Saturday morning cartoon. And maybe, maybe by then, maybe it'll last a season. Maybe. Um, yeah, just weird. The action scenes are weird. The dialogue is absolutely horrible. Um, I will. I do feel like though, if people really do love those Batman movies from the 90s, like Batman Forever or B Batman and Robin, you will absolutely love this film. <laughs> and the Pizza Hut thing, what was that about? Uh, yeah, I don't I don't know. 
I don't know. I don't know. I wish I had something a little bit more profound thing to say to articulate myself about the whole Rodney King riots or the LA riots uh, that that was because of the whole Rodney King beating. Uh, that I feel like translates to this film because I don't. I don't know. I don't know. I feel like whoever wrote this movie, the three writers, they're making fun of that. I really do feel like they're making fun of that shit. Because, you know, because kind of the whole thing about the movie is about, like, L.A. It's not even the world, right? They're not even... They never say the world was at such a bad place where crime was happening, this and that. They keep saying it's L.A., right? They keep saying it's this city, this place. Was it such a bad spot? People didn't want to leave their homes because people were rioting, people were, were killing and causing violence and all this stuff. Like, how can I not translate that to the time period that this film was made in? And the 90s, in LA, that's the fucking riots that this film is talking about. And they're saying, like, oh, people were afraid to leave their homes and, and you know, something's got to be done about these people. Well, how about you fucking think about why these people are rioting, right? People, pe- human beings in general react to things. They react to things over what's happening. So maybe think about what what's going on within your social, uh, or excuse me, your society that makes people react a certain way. Because the way the society is acting now in 2032 from what this movie is showing us and how people are reacting, yeah, it's it's honestly it's the same damage what's happening to human beings than what it was back then. It's the same psychological damage. It's almost like a, a Brave New World, if, if anyone's ever read that book, where you know you put someone who's never existed in that society and you put them into whatever this demolition man society is they're going to end up killing themselves literally uh, from trying to exist in this time period so i don't know that's what i got from the from the film and because of that and i do really feel maybe it has to be just me it has to be only just me that feels this way but um, I'm gonna be on another podcast later, and uh, two with, with two individuals that are also uh, black. So maybe maybe they felt about this the way I'm feeling about it, because we're gonna talk about it. But because I feel that way, I feel like the only appropriate response for me is to say that this film can go fuck itself. That's the only that's the only logical, uh, sensible thing that I can come uh, to a conclusion with. Um, this film can definitely go fuck itself and everyone who was a part of it. Um, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And I have to I have to keep it consistent. Even Wesley Snipes too. Even though he's just doing his job. Everyone else is everyone's doing their job, right? All the directors, writers, and whatever. This film can definitely go fuck itself. And especially Sandra Bullet. Um, but yeah. That's how I felt about the movie. And yeah, all right, so that's the podcast. So Starfighters, if you enjoyed this review, if you enjoyed watching this movie with me, uh, please leave a review or please leave a comment below if you're on YouTube and you're watching this. And I will see you on the next one. But until then, victory or death, Starfighters.